I cannot believe I fucked up. Oh, on the who it is. Oh, we're gonna have to go through this long oh, yeah, process of redemption that will be addressed. But I'm hey, dude, I'm I work here too, and mm. I was complicit in it. I was like, yes, yep, Nilsson, very good songwriter. And yeah. meanwhile, it's, we're talking about fucking Rupert Holmes here. All right. Did you get a tea today? It's do or die. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's definitely do. And... I bought four 12-packs of Arnold Palmer's today. I saw those. Because sometimes they're sold out, and I was, I saw them all there, and I said, pretty maids all in a row. You uh... <laughs> just give them all to I me. opened your refrigerator, and it looked like the one in uh, Dre Day with all the- <laughs> I was hoping you'd the... reference all the 40s. <laughs> all the, the old Englishes stacked yep. up in there. Oh, absolutely. I was waiting for you to bring in that one stank broad that was going to be all- <laughs> You know, conceited and walking through, and we soak her in all Arnold Palmer. <laughs> oh, that should be a new kind of king My porn. Dream. Soak, I was gonna say, soak him in Arnold if Palmer. If you see any movies like that, let me know. I will. Welcome to Lyrics To Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule. That is until now. And I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I am fully hard, fully hoardrated. <laughs> it's fully I've hard. Been, I'm full of whores. <laughs> I am full hard. Full of <laughs> I am full on <laughs> hard chub. I am full on hydrated and ready to be redeemed in the eyes of <laughs> Nilsson and Everett both. Yeah, um, Everett. Isn't it Rupert Everett? No, it's Rupert, Rupert Holmes. Rupert Everest? Will, <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. At some point, we'll get this right. So, yeah. first yeah, one day we'll say the right thing. <laughs> first order of business. I'm embarrassed. As am I. I was complicit. And I've gone through my whole life thinking this was fucking Harry Nelson for did whatever you? reason. Now, I guess it's because I knew he did the coconut song. Right. The coconut. Lime yeah, Lime in the Coconut. coconut, coconut called, which is, in its stuff. own right, a pretty stupid song. Yes. Um, and I guess because of coconut and but because it's Nilsson will forgive him. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's it's an honest so, mistake. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. This is there was, I, I'm not going to make it sound like, oops, I messed it up. I went through my whole life thinking that that Harry Nilsson did this the song. Colada song. And I was wrong. Oh, uh, it's just one of those things that I guess I think I've mentioned it to other people and no one's ever corrected me. I don't know. Uh, when but, you said it on the show, I kind of assumed that we were doing the Pina Colada song and went along with it. You mean coconut? L I'm, yes, I'm so sorry. And That's, there I just did it. <laughs> the exactly, lime in the yeah. coconut because it, lime in the coconut, they're extraordinarily goofy lyrics, and there's you can take them, you know, you can interpret them in ten different directions. We could have spent an hour just talking about one, uh, one verse. Just one verse in the chorus. Oh yeah, you know, in the different ways that you can interpret what, what he's saying in this in 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 the song. Whereas the Pina Colada song is just straight up and down about a shithead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I I mentioned it last episode, and we've mentioned it before. And I know I'm basically beating a dead horse here, but it's generally what I do because I try to over-explain myself because I guess I worry that I'm not being understood properly. Um, to <laughs> yeah i mean i feel the same way all the time dude um we, this this podcast is kind of separated into two sections one is lyrics that are bad one is lyrics that are telling a story that maybe you didn't understand because people just sing the chorus mm -hmm. there are a lot lesser of the latter 
Yes. And Heart uh, is one of those where it's telling right. a story that a lot of people don't realize. This is one that I think a lot of people do realize, but maybe they don't. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I, I mean, I, it took me a while to... It took me and just till we started reading them last week to put yeah. them together. Yeah, yeah. And then when you when you listen to anything outside of the course, and it's weird because the course is always different. Mm-hmm. There are three different courses, right? Um, but everybody knows if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain or something with rain, yeah. then everything else you can kind of mumble. You get drunk. Everybody always you laugh when they, at it when they're drunk and they're singing it together. If you like making love at midnight, right, exactly. That's, that's yeah, the, right. Um, so this song is telling a story that is not as fun, and uh, a, a lot of people refer to it as being a sweet song. It is totally not. It is very much not a sweet song. Um, we're gonna go into this. Yeah, we I'll will go into it. Just say we're gonna go into this. Yeah, um, a little background on the song, Mark. Yes, uh, from the album "Partners in Crime" by Rupert Holmes, not Harry Nilsson. <laughs> um, it uh, hit in 1979 um, and rose to popularity. Um, the background is, uh, there's, uh, some pretty interesting background to the song. Uh, the line was originally, if you like Humphrey Bogart and getting caught in the rain. Okay. Um, he had a couple different versions of, of the lyrics. I would think that he's probably like referring to Casablanca and the romance of the movie, you know, maybe, but Pina Colada actually, oddly enough, sounds better than Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, the original because I like pina coladas. There were a couple of original titles. The first was "The Law of the Jungle." Mm -hmm. Then it was referred to as um, "People Need Other People," and in that version, he started the chorus. If you like Humphrey Bogart, this is a quote from him. I'm reading from Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. The original lyrics said, if you like Humphrey Bogart and getting caught in the rain, as I was getting on mic, I thought to myself, I've done so many movie references to Bogart and widescreen cinema on my earlier albums. Maybe I shouldn't do one here. He has earlier albums. Apparently so. I, so. I, I thought, what can I substitute? Well, this woman wants an escape, like she wants to go on vacation to the islands. When you go on vacation to the islands, when you sit on the beach and someone asks if you'd like a drink, you never order a Budweiser. You don't have a beer. You're on vacation. You want a drink and a hollowed out pineapple with the flags of all nations and a parasol. If the drink is blue, you'd be very happy. And a long straw. I thought, what are those escape drinks? Let's see, there's daiquiri, mai tai, pina colada. I wonder what a pina colada tastes like. I've never even had one. I thought that instead of singing If You Like Humphrey Bogart, with the emphasis on like, I would start at a syllable earlier and go, If You Like Pina Coladas. Holmes noted in 2019 that he still does not drink pina coladas. Mm. He wanted to make sure people know. Well, I know a lot more about this than I really wanted to. Well, you're about to know <laughs> even a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so there are actually some full lyrics that he had written down beforehand. Um, uh, let me see here. Um, basically, they tried writing this song and put it away. It wasn't working out. Um, they have two drummers on this track. Mm-hmm. which is an interesting thing to know. Not a lot of songs with double drums. Like Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Melvins and maybe a couple of other. Right. Um, he, uh, They basically took uh, 16 bars from the original. Re- they, they recorded it, shelved it because mm-hmm. it wasn't good, 
Uh, they came back to it because they wanted an upbeat song, but they were running out of money. Right. They were running low on the budget. So they clipped out 16 bars and looped them. Okay. And then... That, this almost has like an Africa-type feel to it. Yeah. You know, Africa, they, they shelved it. He worked on it for a long time, didn't like it, thought it was a throwaway, I guess. Yeah, he said, when I uh, w- then I found that I desperately needed another up-tempo song on the album, and the budget was getting low, and I wasn't sure what to do. <laughs> That's when we did something now that is pretty commonplace, but it was pretty unusual at the time. We did a very primitive version of sampling. I found there were 16 bars of music on that first take that were very tight. Everybody was in a very nice groove on it. So we duplicated those 16 bars onto another multi-track master over and over again and edited them all together. I think there were 60 edits to make up a reel that was five minutes long of this 16-bar vamp. I got to tell you something, Mark. I got I to gotta interject here. Please. This is a story that I think you're just hearing all too often lately coming out of songs from the 70s that were popular. Oh, we took something and we looped it. They do it all the time now, but back then it was a completely unusual thing. That's the same story that we have heard about staying alive. Oh, we looped it. Oh, if you came in the studio, you'd see this giant tape loop that we strung out and they did it. And what's the other song that they say? Oh, 10 CC, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, when that, 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 what's that song that they did? That's super fucking great. Um, oh, but, uh, 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 some that love, um, yeah, well, what the hell is it called? Man in love. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not in love. I'm, I'm not, not in love. love. Yeah. That's a, yeah. They, when you, when you hear them talk about it, they're like, Oh, we did something that was completely revolutionary at the time and nobody had ever done it before. Well, they just but say you, that it was, it was less common then. I what, think a lot some people, I mean, I'm sure it everyone, seems like they all claim it. Right. You know what I mean? It's just so, Oh, it was so unusual. It was so crazy. Right. No, it wasn't. It's still, you know, in the case of the other two songs, you still made a pretty damn good song. Staying Alive's a great song, I think. I mean, that's just me. Um, you know, I'm Not In Love is a fucking fantastic song. But it just seems to be a common theme amongst those 70s songs. Right. We did something never done before. A tape loop. And it's basically know? saying, like, we weren't good enough to do it on first try. So we <laughs> snipped the best part and looped it because everyone was too fucked up on coke. Right. I went through a million song lyrics in my head. I wrote one song that went, that's the law of the jungle in the school of the street. Okay. You get out of the kitchen if you can't take the heat. Sounds like a Dre song. I thought it sounded too much like a Billy Joel song. Okay. I wrote another one. Everyone needs a victim. I believe you will find when you're cruel to another, when you're cruel to be kind. Right as it that, I remember he, there Nick was Lowe? a hit record out called Cruel to be Kind. Nick Lowe, yeah. So I couldn't use that. Now, it's the day before the last scheduled day of recording, and I have no lyrics. Because the song is just this steady vamp, I realize that I've got to make the lyrics the focal point of the song because the music is repetitive. I was in my apartment, and there was a copy of The Village Voice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I look at personal columns to get ideas for songs because people fascinate me. I saw this ad that a woman had placed in which she described herself in such glowing terms that I thought to myself, why on earth, if you're this wonderful, do you need to place an ad in the personal columns? (laughs) Trying not to be cynical, I thought, let's be fair, maybe she's just looking for an adventure. Maybe she's as wonderful as she says, but she likes the idea of meeting a stranger and seeing what fate has in store for them. She wants something out of the ordinary. Then I thought to myself, what would happen if I answered this ad? And I thought, with my stupid luck... I would answer the ad and find out it had been placed by a woman I was living with, mm. never realizing that she was bored with me. I don't believe any of this. Really? I don't believe, no. I, I, I was able to read this ad and took it on a clever. I wonder how many times Rupert Montgomery has been punched in the face by a woman. 
Um, yeah, he says that he came up with the idea to change it to Pina Colada five minutes before recording, basically. Mm, yes, he's a genius. Um, he said he did it just once as a scratch track for his lead guitarist. He had ad-libbed a harmony track a third above himself on the chorus. He came back the next day but found that his vocals, his his keeper vocals that he planned on doing, didn't have the same passion mm-hmm. for cheating on your significant other <laughs> as he had done the day before. Yeah. Um, so he went ahead and kept them. There wasn't enough STD in this version. We needed to really work on it. <laughs> he says the line, if you like Pina Claus, was invented about five minutes before I actually started singing. And the vocal you hear is the first time I ever sang the song, and that became the vocal you hear on record. And this is a pretty popular thing that you've heard, I don't know, in the times that you've recorded. Once A again. lot of people will say the first take is always the best take. You yeah. can try over and over again. And that hasn't always been my experience, but a lot Not of times. Not always, but it has happened. I've right. done, you know, I've recorded stuff that first take was goddamn sure the best one and just trash everything else. Yeah, and go with absolutely. that. So this is a story from you know songwriting and and song production that I could believe a little bit more and a little easier than the tape loop story. Yeah, uh, this uh, song is solely responsible or largely responsible for making pina coladas available in the United States. Yeah, I, I believe that pina coladas were very very hard to find prior yeah. to the song when it came out. Seventy eight, seventy nine, something like seventy nine. This song yeah. came out. Yes, I believe that. Yeah, um, he did have another hit song, him. Uh, which hit number six. I, got, I wonder which one that is. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Um, yeah, a couple of movies that use this song. Dirty Work, The General's Daughter, American oh, yeah. Splendor, oh, yeah. Grown Ups, The Sitter, and of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's been used in a million movies, in a million situations, too. Yeah. You've heard it all over. This is also, I'm trying to find um, where it says this. And it doesn't justify one bit of the shittiness in, in, the, in the deconstruction of these lyrics. Yeah, um, not at all. <laughs> it was jumping sometimes 15, 20 points a week, and by December of 1979, it was a number one record. It was also a number one record in January of 1980. It was, I believe, the first hit song in two separate decades, the first number one song oh, wow. in two separate decades. Wow, I wonder why it jumped back up all of a sudden. Yeah, what was it a uh, Butterfly that did the same thing? <laughs> it was, uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was something we did Mariah recently. Mariah Carey? No, it was, no, um, it was, it was a song sorry. that we did recently yeah. where it went down and, and the nation was like, mm, we're not done with this piece of garbage. I yeah. think it may have been Butterfly. That has happened, but I just wonder what got this one back up in such a short amount of time. You know, normally you see like six, five, five six year gaps, maybe even more, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, video games and digital, you know, sales have definitely done that, you know, uh, made popular songs from antiquity. You know, all of a sudden, all over again. I wonder why it happened in 1980. That's very strange. Remind me to talk about what, um, after we get done with the lyrics, because I don't want to, I'm sure we've already given away a pretty good amount of what happens. Spoiler alert. Not not really. I don't think so. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about what Rupert uh, Holmes says happens to the couple uh, after the end of the song that, that is, meet up. That's when we should be doing it. And just to let you know, for the rest of uh, the rest of this episode, I will be referring to him uh, in his uh, name as pronounced by uh, elementary school kids, Wupert. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. <laughs> I wonder if he was with somebody when this came out. Yeah, he references something about like the person he was living with. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't, I can't remember. If, we'll find that at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a oh, worn yeah, out recording woman. of a favorite song. I wonder what that poor woman is thinking right when this song came out. 
And he came home. Hey, honey, I got a demo. Well, I mean, judging by the song, she's just as guilty as he is. First number one. Yeah, exactly. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. And in the personal columns, there was this letter I read. In the village voice. And it's a personal ad. It's not a letter, really. No, I mean, it's an ad. Is what it is. We're going to give him a break just this once. Okay. Yeah. Not a whole lot to say yet. Not yet. Um, I mean. Well, no, I mean, well, actually, there kinda, is. There is in that. What's the opening line to the song? Well, yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, holy shit. Yeah, man. I was tired of my lady. Yeah. It's just so, uh, so throwaway. I don't know about you, but if I had never heard this song before, I would turn it off. Right from that. I, I would probably, if I was like picking songs to listen to, I was tired of my lady, bah, you know, I'd, I'd probably just turn it off right there, especially the way it sounds. Uh, the annotation in Genius, the narrator is bored in a relationship with a woman he still has feelings for. He compares her to his favorite song, but a song he has heard too much. Ironically, this very song has become such a song to many, <laughs> including its creator. Rolling Stone is ranked at number six in its list of worst songs of the 70s. Mm. And that's in 79, yeah. so it's right at the end. Yeah, uh, well, in one case where I'll listen to Rolling Stone and probably <laughs> agree with Jan Winter. Per Holmes, who became associated with this song more than... Who became associated with this song than with everything else he did. More with this song, I guess I guess I'm supposed to say. He, he said, and I quote, I have a feeling that if I saved an entire orphanage from a fire and carried the last child out on my shoulders, as I stood there charred and smoking, they'd say, aren't you the guy who wrote the Pina Colada song? <laughs> and he's, it's sad, but he's absolutely right. They that would also exactly say, aren't say. you the guy that wrote the Wikipedia page on the Pina Colada song? Because <laughs> he's got a lot to say about it. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> if you like pina coladas Is, wait a minute wait a minute wait, wait. what are we missing are, so while she lay there sleeping oh i already read oh, it. oh that's right i'm mm-hmm. so sorry go, yes there was here this we go. letter that i read that's right i'm sorry and it's okay here we go first course if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain if you're not into yoga if you have half a brain. This is the first line in the song outside of Pina Coladas and getting caught in the rain that really stands out to me that I always remembered from the song. If you're not into yoga and you have half a brain, kind of uh, condescending. It's very judgmental. It's very judgmental yes. and condescending towards people that, that practice yoga. Now, for a time in my life, I practiced yoga and would say that it, it helped me in some way. The people that look down and and are judgmental about people that practice yoga are some of the biggest assholes on the planet. I also say, who likes getting caught in the rain? Going out in the rain is fine, but the the word caught automatically kind of has a negative connotation because you don't get caught in something that you don't like. Right. You, You go out in the rain. Right. But you would guess that if you're getting caught in the rain... You're trying to not be in the rain. I don't enjoy walking home and then all of a sudden getting stuck in the midst of a giant downpour, worried about my wallet, my money, my phone. Yeah, no, we've you had, we, we're, we're in Florida. Yes. And we have had our fair share of tropical storms, mm-hmm. hurricanes. And, and it is fun. We know it. It yes. is fun. Yes. To go out in a pair of board shorts maybe even Some a t-shirt or something and or go out feet. and and get hit by the fast moving rain it's a blast but that's not getting caught in the rain no that's not that is going out in the rain willfully yeah getting caught in the rain is like i have 18 bags of groceries 
it starts downpouring and it sucks. Right. It's not a fun and, and lightning. Right. And of course, Wupert is the kind of guy that is the kind of sadomasochist that's like, oh, I've got all these important things that I need to get home. I have all the papers that I've written my lyrics on. Oh, oh, I can't wait until they all get the ink is just running everywhere because I'm stuck in the rain. And, Asshole. and having half a brain is kind of a low ass. It, it really is. <laughs> it's it's like, and when you compare it to what we find out later, it's super fucking offensive. <laughs> uh, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the Cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Okay. She's asleep. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's really no way we can go. I, I'm trying to not spoil this, but it's pretty hard. It is very hard. What? What? Maybe you could uh, um, relieve some of the air out of, or put some of the air out of the room. What? What does genius have to say about the dunes on the Cape? What's the Cape? Nothing. It has nothing. No. I'm thinking like Cape Cod. I'm thinking like yeah, because they're I'm yeah. guessing they're because we're talking about. Well, that's the thing. They're talking about going on on vacation. Yeah. But. I mean, I know you can take a vacation from somewhere where people vacation. We are good examples of that. Yes, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, I don't know, it's like making love at midnight on the dune, in the dune, on the dunes, on the cape, in the dunes, in inside the dunes. The dunes? In, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hollow out a fucking <laughs> hole? Are you going to make a holt? If you like fucking like a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dildo baggins. <laughs> Um, then we got a little guitar lick here, and I talk about Wankster. It varies. This guitar lick. Oh, it's there. It's terrible. This is. It is made. <laughs> it is made for hold music. Oh God, it's terrible. I didn't know these guitar players that wrote licks like this. Did you? I never knew any no. any, any guitar players like that. No. Like I'm I'm proud to say that most of the guitar players <laughs> yes. I was around immediately would go, "That's shit." Yeah. You know, everyone so. that I've played with for some long period of time, Mike Cosden, Andrew Bernard, yes. Doug Smith, Mike Cosden, who wrote the single best solo of anybody I've ever heard from Lee County. The, the guitar solo that Mike played. Was not this solo. <laughs> no, it no, not. it was not. Not by a damn sight. No, no. I didn't think about my lady. Obviously, I, yeah. I know that sounds kind of mean. <laughs> it's like, kind of mean? You're it's just like, now getting to that? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so shitty Yeah, the whole way. I mean, from the beginning, this is really shitty. This is really terrible. Now, when he says, I, don't think of, I didn't think about my lady, do you think he's saying that, he didn't think that it could possibly be her that wrote it? Or do you think he's saying, as soon as he read this, he was like, fuck her. I'm going to fucking hang out with this chick. No, I think that his, I, I think, uh, to be fair and honest and and to... Uh, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. Wupert was thinking about, he wasn't thinking about his lady, he was thinking about his dick. Okay. That's probably, yeah. I think that's right. what he was thinking about, yeah. But me and my old lady had fallen into the same old dull routine. Yeah, I think that backs that up, that, that theory up big yeah. time. So I wrote to the paper, took out a personal ad, and though I'm nobody's poet, I thought it wasn't half bad. Okay, couple okay. things here. I just, can, can I just say no. something? Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. First of all, when you respond to an ad, you don't take out another ad. The whole point of the ad is you're supposed to respond you to respond the person. You respond to the ad, yeah. Why would you just make another ad? 
it, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you would respond to the person and you would say, hey, this sounds like me. Well, this second is a Rupert all, logic. Yes, yes. Second of all, he says that he's not a poet, but he doesn't think it was half bad. All he did was rip off the original <laughs> thing. Yeah. I, if, 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 if you're going to take any credit for whatever, for, for it whatsoever, the credit you're going to take is you were just responding to another poem. Yeah. If you even want to call the other thing a poem. It's, it's bullshit. Although I'm nobody's poet, I hope this winds up in top ten. You know, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> right. that's ex- I mean, that's what you're doing. I would like to go back just to that other one, but me and my old lady have fallen into the same old dull routine. Reminds me of, did you ever see that Chris Rock um, thing about, you know, old pussy and new pussy? Yes, you know, old pussy. You know, what is it? Uh, uh, old, old, uh, new old pussy is going to teach the kids how to read. New pussy's illiterate. You know? <laughs> but that that line there just reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to get rid of everything because that you're tired of that old pussy? No, you got to figure out how to take that old pussy and turn it. You got to recycle the pussy, <laughs> which I think we might be getting to. Actually, so yeah, uh, genius annotation. The whole Please. story is a tongue-in-cheek tale. Obviously, he did think about his lady, albeit not favorably. Yeah. Kind of mean. Maybe easy to say considering the happy end. What? I... We will get there. Yeah. At least he does not blame her alone for the situation. Described by many as the 40-year-old itch. I've never heard of a 40-year-old itch. I've heard of a 7-year-old Yeah, itch. but Jesus, 40-year-old. 40. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, wait, 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 wait. The 40-year-old itch does take place in the villages, Mark. Oh, it, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. It does say, described by many as a 40-year-old itch, or possibly in this case, the seven-year itch. Yeah. I've never heard of 40. And then someone put a uh, little cartoon that says, let's plan on being totally spontaneous next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear his poem, huh? Yeah. Well, let's hear that, but it wasn't half bad. Yes. I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. I am into champagne. Man, I think he's trying to be like hipper than thou. Like I hate yuppies, but I'm not willing to sacrifice the high dollar shit. You know, that yuppies that goes along with being a yupp. I think he's self. This is self-hatred, Mark. Well, he's aware of all these things. He He knows about them. This is him. This seems to be him saying whatever it takes to get some strange yeah he's like whatever not in health food fine okay yeah what do you let me get the read here okay you like pina coladas okay so do i you like getting caught in the rain okay that's fine uh not into yoga no oh, okay i yeah. don't like yoga i'm and health smarter food than and that shit. yeah so you know we're good as long as you <laughs> like what i like notice he does not say anything about having half a brain no <laughs> he just says that he likes champagne I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon and cut through all this red tape. He made the fucking red tape, man. He's the one that placed an ad with an ad. You know, I mean, that put an ad ad as an answer to an ad as if he couldn't just call up and say, hey, I want to answer this fucking ad. Genius annotation. Hard to figure out where is the red tape here. Yes. But it rhymes well. Yeah, not really. I mean, yeah, genius. Great. If one takes it literally, the red tape is communicating through the personal ads. He wants to bypass the paper they've been communicating with and meet in person. I would hardly call it red tape. It's not red tape, but he but red tape implies that it's, it's making 
you know, make it, I may, you know, get rid of making this difficult is what he's trying to say. Right. But he's the one answering an ad with an ad. But it's also not red tape is supposed to be like, oh, like red tape in reference to the government being like you have to sign a bunch of papers. Da, right. da, da, da. That's not what we're dealing with here. No. Again, you don't need to take out an ad to respond to an ad. You could respond directly to her, but it's not red tape. If you want to say that it rhymes with escape, fine. But that's all you're getting from me. That, but you could find you could, could have found something better. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he absolutely could have found something better. At a bar called O'Malley's, where we'll plan our escape. Um, there is a bar called O'Malley's in Greenport, Long Island. Okay, so I wasn't far off with the whole Cape Cod thing. And it was a favorite bar of Rupert Holmes when he was younger, apparently. Okay. Uh, more Wangster guitar solo. Yep. Here it comes. Yep. This is the big reveal. This is the big reveal if, yeah. if you don't know. So I waited with high hopes and she walked in the place. I knew her smile in an instant. I knew the curve of her face. By the way, I got to meet you by tomorrow noon is another total stretch. Who says, hey, can you get together tomorrow noon? To no an one. ad? Yeah, nobody. Well, no one says tomorrow noon. Like, I've never heard anybody say, do you want to get together tomorrow noon? They say tomorrow night. Lunch. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Lunch. Tomorrow for lunch. Yeah. Tomorrow at noon. Jesus. Right. I'm, I'm just ready to lunch. fucking smash some shit here, Mark. Pretend that microphone is I Rupert just... Holmes. <laughs> Whoopit. Whoopit, Washington. Uh, yeah, anyway, that bothers the hell out of me. What it, does? The, the tomorrow noon. Oh, oh the, the tomorrow. <laughs> so annoying. I thought me trying to trash your shit. I got to meet shit. you by tomorrow <laughs> noon. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I, you're right. I've never heard anybody say I got to meet you tomorrow noon. It's always tomorrow lunch, tomorrow 12, you know. I've never I mean, even heard tomorrow lunch. I've heard tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon. Oh, after, I get what you're saying. Tomorrow night? Yeah. But I've never heard evening, tomorrow noon. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's just me being a prick, but. No, no, I think that's that. Now that it's legitimate. It was my own lovely lady, and she said, "Aw, it's you." Oh my God, the drama. Then we laughed for a moment, and I said, "I never knew." Aww. Now, when <laughs> I think he just did what what Chris Rock was talking about. He just figured out a way to turn that old pussy into new pussy. He just did it. Aw, it's Whooper, you. You did it. When when I see "aw, it's you," there are two ways to interpret this. Mm-hmm. One is "aw, it's you." Like "aw, we." Yes. I can't believe after all this time. There, aw, there are two tones. For how this. romantic! Yes. The other one is "aw, uh, it's you." It's you. <laughs> and I guess when we get into, um, I guess it's the former when you can take into consideration the next line. The next line, yeah. yeah. Now. Let's just stop for a moment. I know where you're going. Please go ahead. You and your lady have been together a long time. Mm -hmm. Things have gotten stale Mm -hmm. in the bedroom and beyond, I guess. Mm -hmm. You look in the ads for some strange. You see an ad for a woman that you think seems like someone you want to get together with. Yeah. You take out an ad for some reason. To she responds by meeting you at the bar at noon. You, I guess, tell your wife like, "Honey, I gotta go out and do do something. I gotta go uh, water the plants. Yeah, I gotta comb my hair." And she's like, "I gotta go and 
wash my bra by right. hand. <laughs> and the then stream. you go to the bar and she goes to the bar. And you're happy. You're happy that your wife was trying to leave you. Yeah, I mean. And that you were trying to leave her. And it's sweet. This is the big problem. The biggest part. The biggest problem with this song more than ever is that they were both out seeking infidelity actively and they're laughing over the irony of they run into each other and not the, oh, Jesus Christ, this isn't one of the saddest fucking situations I know. Oh, I can only pay attention to the irony that, hey, we, you know, we were brought together. I guess it's fate that brought us together. Bullshit. Yeah. She was trying to cheat on you and you were trying to cheat on her. Yep. I that's, mean, that's really what it boils down to. Right. And I don't see how you see that as being ironic, a sweet or cute or thing. Cutesy. Or you say, oh, yeah. it's you. It's like you bitch, you asshole. Yeah. And she can go, you cocksucker. <laughs> that if you like pi- that, you like pina coladas. I, I feel like I should lead in with that last line. Yeah, and that I said, like, I never knew. Yeah. That you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain and the feel of the ocean, which she never mentions. Never once. Never once mentions liking the feel of the ocean. Yeah. What, what were they talking about for 40 years? <laughs> and the taste of champagne. Mm. That that yoga thing gets lost. It it's, does. It's yoga. Then it's then it's um, health food. Yeah. Health food. Then it's the feel of the ocean. Champagne. Uh, the champagne is it carries throughout. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. If you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the Cape, you're the lady I've looked for. Come with me and escape. And hence the title. I hope that she would say no, and I would hope that he would be like, "Oh, you're." I understand the whole idea here is supposed to be like, you didn't know this person, but you've been together. Here's the thing. The issue here should not be that you didn't know this stuff. It's that you knew this stuff and didn't care. Yeah. Very generally, when you've been with someone for a long time, like they're talking about here, where it's been too long. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't know this stuff because you do know it. The problem is that you're just... You've become aloof. Yeah, you've yeah. just become, you know, uninterested in being with that person. And it ha- happens to some people, and it doesn't happen to others. Yeah. And it's different for everyone. But, like, them making it sound like, oh, I had yeah. no idea. I mean, from the beginning of the song, it, it indicates, there's an indication that he's developed a, a level of contempt for this woman. Right. You know, and now all of a sudden the fact that they both, you know, placed an ad and oh, answer Oh, you were trying to fuck someone else. Well, now I'm interested. Fixes everything. This is um, this is textbook, like, don't know what you've got until it's gone. Oh. It's like once he realizes, oh, you're trying to fuck someone else. Did you know two guys from Cinderella died yesterday? No. Yeah. That's a bummer. Can you believe that? The guitar player and they're kind of on the, uh, the, the edges uh, keyboard player both died like one day after the next. Is that not crazy? And you just mentioned, don't know, for all of you that don't know. Don't know know what you got (laughs) till it's gone. What a great song. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I got to admit, 30 years on. Did they do Heaven, too? Uh, Heaven is 
isn't too far away. No, that wasn't them. Who was that? Uh, not to go into it, but Mark just referenced, uh, you know, um, don't know what you got till it's gone, which you could say was, you know, also Joni Mitchell, Big Yellow Taxi. But uh, it just ironically pops up that the two members of... Uh, Warrant. A warrant, that's right. Two members of uh, of Cinderella passed away within the last two days. That's yeah, right. and I just referenced... It's very well, hard. a popular saying, but also a popular Cinderella song. How cosmic. Um, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes on the Cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write, write to, to me, me and, and escape. escape. Even though we're I already we in got more O'Malley's together, you don't have to write together. Wangster guitar stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they keep doing this going out um, uh, over and over again. Uh, yes, I like pina coladas. And then she answers. And getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. I'm into champagne. I've okay. got to meet you by tomorrow noon and cut through all this red tape at a bar called O'Malley's, O'Malley's where we'll plan our escape. I don't know why it has to... Repeat that after they've already met in the song. Well, he had to fill out the whole 246 that makes the pop song. He had to yeah. make this a single, I guess. I don't know. All I know is that I don't, I don't, the, oh, the irony of, oh, I've, I found, you know, the, what I loved and it was right here, uh, right under my nose the entire time. By the way, I've been out trying to catch something else other than you, other than, you know, and, and not put any effort in. It just, it, it reeks of a lack of effort. Well, I mean, clearly, you know, with him changing those lyrics five minutes before. And by both of them. Yeah. It reeks of a lack of effort by both of them, you know. It just shows how shitty human beings can be, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, they're both terrible fucking people. And this is kind of what we were talking about, about them just being. Thanks for bringing this into into the light, Woopert. I mean, now we have to fucking. I'm going to. This is. uh, You know what, man? This is getting Wang Chunged. Is it? This song's getting Wang Chunged, yeah. I'm very, I mean, I'm, I can't say I'm terribly surprised. But no, I mean, surprised. this is one that I, in the old days, I wouldn't have, like, turned off. I would have just gone, oh, it's that stupid song. But just like Dance Hall Days, I think if this song comes on now, I'm turning it off. At the end of the song, the man answers the personal ad and discovers it was placed by his wife. When asked Aww. what happens to the couple, Woopert told us. Yes. I like to think that they looked at each other with chagrin. <laughs> And realize that before either one of them runs off to find some fantasy that probably doesn't exist in reality, they might reinvestigate their own relationship because there's a lot there they haven't yet explored. Whatever. I think it's a happy ending with a footnote. They both are a little shocked, but neither can point the finger too hard at the other because they were both willing to try a new relationship and happily their their possible indiscretion led them to each other again. Uh, no, nah, I, I don't buy it, Rupert, man. I, Rupert, I don't think, uh, for starters, I don't want to hear another thing from Rupert again in his life, in my life. I, I don't, I don't, not talking about songs he's written or any songs that he's written. I don't like them anymore. Um, and, and second, he's like, oh, there, there, there are, uh, fantasy things out there that they, that they never realized that they just couldn't find. There are fucking crazy ass people that will do crazy ass shit that you're going to get off on. All over the fucking world. It's oh, yeah. easy to find. It uh, is easy to find crazy fantasies in this day and age, even uh, in 1979. Well, let's talk a little bit uh, a little bit later on. The details of the song came true for a couple in Jordan who began trolling chat rooms independently, met and fell in love online, 
and when they finally met in real life, realized they were married to each other. Oh, they realized it. Unlike in Rupert Holmes' scenario, this <laughs> couple's experience ended in an acrimonious divorce. Yeah, probably some sort that's, of baby. Isn't Jordan that's in reality? The yes. Yeah. Okay. So you're telling. Me, so basically, this ends with the woman probably got stoned to death, and the man got two other marriages or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Um. So there you go. That's um. That's this song. Ugh. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to know if this is a surprise to anybody. Um. Is there anybody that did not know? Because like I said, I I kind of just always assumed. But I think, so. you know, I knew the heart song was going to be a surprise to a lot of people. It was totally a surprise to me. I am curious to know if this was a surprise to anybody. If we shed new light on a song that you thought was just, um, you know, about trying to fuck somebody and not trying about two people trying to leave a, a marriage with each other. From what I knew of the song before I went and perused the lyrics for the episode. Took a deep dive. Before I do- dove, before I dove, I uh, um I knew it wasn't, pro- from the few lyrics that I had paid attention to, I probably thought that, that it was probably just a, a pretty vapid song, pretty stupid, and I, I, I'll still, I'll stand by right. that. <laughs> I'll stand by that. Is there a little more depth than I thought? Yes, but is it any good? No, is it as shocking to me? You know the uh, uh, what takes place in the reveal of you know two people you know come together through an ad that you know live together or already. A set of ads. Is that is that more shocking than yeah or a set of ads? Is that um is that more shocking than like say the 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 um all I want to do is make love to you? No, no. All I want to do is, is is it was truly shocking. Was was like moving. You know was strange. This right here, that's just fucking dumb. <laughs> I mean, Rupert was just fucking stupid. Rupert, Rupert, yeah. Um, creep scale, creep scale. Uh, I'll put it at a six point six. That's very high. Uh, mainly because I here's here's the thing. I, you know, he's so condescending and judgmental. You know, uh, I you know if you're not into yoga, you know, or and 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 how he just kind of he he. he let me put it this way. It doesn't shock me that he holds his wife in contempt in the contempt that he holds the people that he is writing the ad for, possibly. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which makes him a fucking asshole. He is a piece of shit. Which, which, which it makes him, which I'm sure makes him creepy. So puts yeah, him up at six. For me, I'm going to read the song at 2.6. Okay. All right. Very, very uncreepy. Um, shitty. To be sure, okay, is it as creepy as banging two twins? I don't think so. No, um, but uh, I mean, you know, it's to each their own. Um, the the fact that he hopes that they work it out, I think, says a lot about Rupert Holmes. Yeah, I, I don't want to get all Freudian here, but Rupert is a romantic, <laughs> very clearly, yeah, obviously. Um, all right, so that is it for this song. Yes, let's put it to bed. It has been Wang Chung. It has been Wang Chung by for me. Seth. Yes, uh, I've never really particularly liked the song, and now I know why because just looped over and over again. Also, the unnecessary wave sound effects. Yeah, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> um, next song. Yes. <laughs> Is a song we've had trouble doing songs that we love by bands we love or songs we like by bands we love. Next song, there's no love lost for you. No, no, not at all. Next week, we're going to do Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Crash Into Me. I just, just. High Creep Factor. Tune into here, yeah. High Creep Factor. Yeah, just. We've got some creepy shit coming. All around. How 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 did the people, when you look on the back of their car, DMB. Dave Matthews, man. When I see that DMB, I just think dumb, <laughs> dumb. 
Maybe his middle initial is U. U, yeah. That'd be amazing. Dave Ulysses Matthews Band. So go listen to some Dave Matthews. <laughs> listen to Crash Into Me a time or two. Uh, don't do it too much. No. Uh, anything you wanted to push? I don't want to push anything. I want to tell once again everybody to go out there and look for that Facebook page, Lyrics to Go Podcast, uh, on, on Facebook. We've been uh, on an adding spree. Yes, I I've put in qu- quite a few lately. Of course, you have put in very many. Um, but uh, please send in some some suggestions, guys. I don't think I haven't seen a whole ton. Um, yeah, we've got a couple people that have um asked us to do certain songs, which is fine. Um, but we're trying to um. We're trying. We're trying to ask people to please suggest songs that have some some. I don't want to say clout. Well, um, that are just in the public consciousness that more than a few people that you would know would recognize. Maybe yes. just the beat. Maybe just the melody. You know, yeah. but but haven't really paid attention. You know, to those lyrics. You know, and 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 that goes for a lot of songs that you you know you sing along with the choruses, but you're not paying attention to the verses. Take a good look at them. Send them to us. If it's something that you just flat out hate and you know a lot of other people know, by all means, suggest it because we'll take a look at those lyrics too. Yes, please. As for now, go ahead and listen to that terrible, terrible Dave Matthews Band song. Just once. And we will be back next week. Somewhere between my mouth and your ears. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>